Welcome to the Joy Loving Home Podcast. This is episode 129, and today we're going to talk about some ADHD-friendly packing tips. We're going to just jump right into it because I know spring break is coming up, but this will work for any vacation of any kind, for you, for kids, for other members of your household. It's funny because there are a lot of times when we can feel really scattered about one thing or another, and then we'll reflect sometimes that there are things you sort of shift out of that crazy fish brain of yours and you suddenly become a very linear monkey. And <laughs> it's funny, but packing is one of these things I feel like for whatever reason, and maybe it's because I had four littles in tow on a regular basis that I was responsible for, that I can get a little weirdly type A about. I don't know. It's... um. I don't know. I think there are some ways that, that this can benefit you. And some of it is doing a little bit of the work ahead of time, which is not something that's typically a strong suit of ours. But if you do a little bit of the work ahead of time in this one, you can repeat it over and over and over again if you just um, save it somehow where, <laughs> where you can remember where it is. Good luck. So just in reflecting, the quicker you can let your kids be autonomous here, the better your life will be because one, they're capable so much younger than you believe. Two, this is going to repeat itself over and over and over again. Hopefully, hopefully you get to go in some form of vacation, even if that means packing up and visiting relatives, it feels like a vacation. So you want them to start to gain these skills where they're not always, it's, it's a lot to be responsible for you and everyone else. And then to get there and have somebody be like, well, why didn't you pack this? Well, help them have some agency over their own choices by providing a framework where they can be successful. I know these sound like a whole lot of type A words, but guys, I really believe we can dig in and have some success with this one. What I have done from as little as when my kids could read for sure, but even when they couldn't read, I actually created a little thing with pictures just so they could be super autonomous as long as they know numbers, like how to even begin to count things. But I would hand them, I mean, they shared bedrooms, so I only had to hand one, but you could create one per kid. And it would just, you know, we'd have a little powwow at, let's say, dinner, and we would say, okay, we're getting ready to go here, let's say to the beach, for example's sake. We're going to be gone for five nights, and... We're going to need to get enough stuff together so that we're ready. So I've created this little checklist for you guys. And I want you to go to your beds, lay out all of these things, and then I'll be in to help you get them packed into a suitcase. They very excited with the task. If they can read that much easier, if they are old enough to have a phone, <laughs> I would actually send it as one group text and let them look at it. It's a one-stop shop. They're going to look at stuff on their phones more once they're old enough to have phones anyway. But it was always based around the outfit you're going to wear in the vehicle, whether that's a car or a plane or whatever, the Number of outfits you'll need because we'll be there for three additional days or five additional days. You can decide whether you're doing laundry or not. So if you're like, we're going to be gone six days, but I'm doing laundry on day three, tell them to pack three additional outfits. If you're like, nope, no access to any kind of laundry, then you need them to create six outfits. If 
the easiest thing is literally to have them create outfits. But if you're like, shorts don't get that dirty, I want six shirts and three shorts, you can do it that way too. It's however you want your family, I mean, a lot of that's also dependent on space, to create these numbers of things. So I always, always jot down the obvious, which is number of tops, number of bottoms. If there's a special occasion, we're going out to nice dinner one night, we are going to a a service on a Sunday while we're there, something that requires any kind of special clothing, I always make sure that's listed out. If we're afraid it might rain, if we're afraid it's cold at night, whatever. So at the at the dinner table conversation before they start this, you're like, guys, we're gone this many days. We just looked at the weather. This is what it looks like it's going to be. You're going to definitely have to pay, pack your raincoat. You're definitely going to have to have two different types of shoes, one for flip-flops on the beach. One, get as descriptive about why you're thinking about all the things they're going to need to pack and let them have some importance about it. Then let them go to town. It was funny. It was one of the best times that I had to help my kids shape outfits. Like (laughs) boys in particular, and you know, I was three to one here, um, would say the top is blue, the bottom is blue. That's an outfit that matches. Like they would be monochromatic in everything they would do because to them that matched. And that was always just fun sort of helping them figure things out or if you're a sports family like mine is it was like well the shirt has Steelers stuff on it and the shorts have Steelers stuff on it so that's a match sort of talking to them through breaking that up so I don't know it can be a fun time when you're talking outfit formulation (laughs) anyway what I would do is have them create the the outfits on their bed and then have a stack of however many pjs you want them to have have a stack of Um, the extra clothes and then when you're ready to put them in suitcases for them you can go through and do your double check so you're not starting from scratch you're letting them have some autonomy over I really like these shirts best I really like these shorts best I always shared that I had veto power because they might pick their rattiest stuff because it's comfy to them but you might not want them out in their ratty stuff or you might be at a beach and you don't care it's trying to lessen the amount of control and letting them start to gain it it's a benefit to you always 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 with the way I would break down in my head is I would have them have like the clothes category the bathroom stuff category whether that's they're in charge of even being able to pick out you know the vitamins they pick or their you know the toothbrush toothpaste the toiletries the general things like that the extras which could be their electronics it could be a special book it could be a fun game it could be a deck of cards chargers all the things that would be the extras so I kind of always had these three categories and then I would just say get it get it all together and I'll come through and I'll help make sure and then I would help them pack it in their suitcases now I could go I could make this a 25 minute podcast on whether we're going to use packing cubes or not, and whether you're going to pack your packing cubes by outfits or by all the tops in this one and all the bottoms in this one and the underwear and PJs in this one, you can do things your way. I'm not saying every single thing of this has to be controlled, but it's just, it's nice to sit down the night before you're going to have this and 
kind of think through where are we going? What are the types of events? What are the special clothing that's involved? What's the special equipment that's involved? And let's get it together. So if you can create a, a master list and then farm it out to all your kids and to yourself, to your spouse, if they want the extra accountability, mine's type A. He has always been completely on his own because he's doing it better than I am anyway. But that is one time when I, I like sort of turn monkey brain when we're ready to pack. But the other thing that I think is super valuable is when all of this is going on and hopefully a couple days ahead of time just so you can get clothes washed if they're missing something or you can have an errand run day where you go, oh, we're totally out of sunscreen and we're totally out of... But if you create another list that you want the whole family to peek at, and I love a good clipboard, maybe it's my old teaching days, but I would create a secondary list that's snacks, games that the whole family might use, equipment. When I say equipment, like if you're going somewhere winter and you need special goggles or gloves, or if you're going somewhere beachy and you have beach chairs and gear and whatever the occasion calls for, I would always stick a big laundry basket and a clipboard in a centralized place and be like, everybody check this one too. And if there's something special you want to take, make sure you throw it in here so that we make sure it gets into the trunk of the car. You have them all get it there. And the night before you might go through and go, (laughs) okay, somebody threw in 52 Matchbox cars. We're not traveling with all of those. So you call them over and you're like, okay, what three do you want to take in the car? That would be cool entertainment while you're driving along. Totally fine. Whatever the case may be, I would always load up with extra, you know, I'm in the world before technology when my kids first started traveling. So we would always have coloring books and um, fun little sort of quietish games and toys. We did end up with a minivan that had, you know, where it would play the movie over the screen. And that was always helpful. So we used to have to gather movies together. that they would want and I let them each pick a favorite um, that they would all have to put each other through watching because it was one screen. Imagine that. Anyway, you get the point. I don't want to make this go on and on forever. But the nice thing is this is literally the one time I endorse a list. And if you keep it generally with the things you know, you're always going to pack, you're always going to pack underwear, you're always going to pack PJs, you're always going to pack clothes, then you can have the, the extras category And the only things that you have to jot down are number of days, type of weather, the special outfits, and any special events. And you can keep using it over and over and over. And if it helps you at all, I created mock-ups of this in, in Canva, and I'm happy to share those. I'll put them as downloadables in the group if you're part of the group awesome, join me there. <laughs> I'll download it today as I as I drop this podcast. You you can have them. If you are not part of the group and you want them, just shoot me an email and I'll try and email them back to you. I'm joy at joylovinghome.com. If you're emailing me, if you're not part of the group and you want to join, type bit.ly slash community into your browser and it will help you arrive at the community. Yeah, and I haven't asked for this in a while, but if you enjoy this podcast, I would so love any kind of rating and review. I just found one from a lovely person in Australia who went to great lengths to to make sure I had a review, and I really appreciate you, and thank you for that. I 
I don't always see the international ones, which is interesting. So thank you for everyone that happens to be international that's taking the time to leave a review because I'm assuming they show up better in your country and you're sharing it with your fellow citizens. So I appreciate that. And then if you're in the U.S. and you have a chance to leave it on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts, it's so appreciated. Thank you. Until next time, continue to choose joy and happy vacationing.